You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Reds won their first game of the spring Monday afternoon as they hung on to beat the Texas Rangers at Goodyear Ballpark. Final score, 9-6. With their thoughts on the game, here are the two guys who called it, Tommy Thrall and Jeff Brantley. Thanks, Yet And uh, Cowboy, when you look at this one, uh, pretty good afternoon for the Reds offensively, which was good to see. Not so good for Luis Castillo. We talked about it during the game. Sometimes you can't really put a whole lot of stock in what you see in a spring training appearance from a pitcher. No, I don't I don't think that you can at any, whether it's a position player or a pitcher, early in spring training, especially the first couple of times out. You're trying to basically work on things you could tell it was obvious that Castillo was trying to throw more breaking balls than he normally would slider type variety not the changeup. and I think that is something that has been really publicized uh, a lot that that is something that Castillo is determined to try to find a release point try to find a good breaking ball that's going to work for him and sometimes when you're throwing a lot of breaking balls or you're going outside the box of your normal pitching rhythm it, it takes you a little bit out of the control area and it was obvious that his control was not quite there today great sign though to see philip Irvin not just hit a home run but a grand slam boy that feels good early in camp i don't care if you're playing wiffle ball in the backyard in the middle of december if you hit a grand slam it's fun and there is no excitement like that we saw it Shogo Akiyama get his first hit, and we saw Mike Moustakis as a red hit his first home run today, and that was a no-doubter. Yeah, the ball that he hit out of right center field uh, went clear into the road, so <laughs> that's a long, far piece, folks. Uh, there's, and we know that both Castellanos and Moustakis have some, some serious power, and both guys today showed that they can, they can put some exit velocity on a baseball. They can live up to it. Certainly a good one today as the Reds beat the Rangers 9-6 to here and Goodyear. Yet back to you. The first inning of this game at Goodyear Ballpark was a scoring inning for both teams. Luis Castillo started for Cincinnati for the first time this spring, and as Jeff Brantley mentioned, working on his breaking ball, and today it really wasn't working. The first batter walked, followed by a base hit, and then a fielder's choice scored the first run. Two outs later, catcher Jose Trevino brought home two more. Right-hander against right-hander. Castillo checks the runners, deals the pitch, is lined up the middle and into center field for a hit. Jankowski comes up throwing, one runs home, and right behind Calhoun, it's Heineman, and it's a two-run single for Jose Trevino. 3-0 Rangers in the first. Castillo walked the next hitter he faced, and that was the end of his day. Two-thirds of an innings pitch, three hits, three earned runs, two walks, and a strikeout and nobody is concerned. In the bottom of the first, three Reds reach base thanks to a couple of walks and a hit batsman, and with two outs, Philip Irvin, who is trying to cement a place on this roster, lit up Arturo Reyes. Reyes, a long look for the sign. Now he's ready to go in the 2-2 pitch. Irvin swings and belts a breaking ball to left field and deep, backing up Calhoun at the warning track. It is gone! A grand slam for Philip Irvin. Well, that's a pretty good first spring at bat. Long, far one, touch them all, drive them all in. That gives the Reds their first lead of the spring. 
4-3 Cincinnati. In the bottom of the third, the Reds added to their lead thanks to a guy that they're counting on big time this season, Mike Moustakis. Back to the plate. Breaking ball. Oh, this is hammered. High and deep. You kiss that baby goodbye. Oh, my goodness. That's out of the park. I mean, out of the park. Moustakis. Well, he's on the board in a Reds uniform, albeit in Goodyear, but you got to like that as the folks here at Goodyear Ballpark Stadium give him a nice round of applause. Five, three Reds. Moustakis, by the way, started at second base, but if Eugenio Suarez isn't ready for opening day, chances are he'll play third base, but he can do that in his sleep, so better for him to get to work at second. In the fourth, Cincinnati did a little more damage. With two outs, Joey Votto drew a walk, and then another new red, Nick Castellanos, did what he does best, hit a rocket. Oh, this is hammered. Deep to left field, and it's off the bottom of the wall. Votto will get to third, and they're going to wave him to the house. And Votto will score all the way from first base, and it's now 6-3. to three. Castellanos hit that with plenty of power to get out of here, but it had quite a bit of topspin on it as it hit right at the base of the left field wall. He's got a double. In the bottom of the fifth, the Reds' number one pick from 2018, third baseman Jonathan India, got another run home. Swings here and hits a high, towering fly. Shallow left coming on the left fielder Calhoun. The catch is made, tagging at third. Payton, he'll score. The other two runners hold up as the throw comes into third. The Reds get a run. It's a sack fly for Jonathan Indian. It's now 7-3 Cincinnati. The relief pitching was pretty good today for the Reds. A.J. Alanise took over for Castillo and retired all four batters he faced. Veteran Tyler Thornburg, who is trying to make it back to the big leagues under his former pitching coach Derek Johnson, Gave up a couple of hits in the third, but got out of the inning without any damage being done, and he struck out a pair. A guy who really stood out was Joel Kunal. He pitched an inning and two-thirds of hitless, scoreless baseball with a strikeout, and he also helped himself in the field. Kunal's 1-2 pitch. Breaking ball, weakly rolled to the right side, past the first baseman, but scooped up by Traha. Feeds to the pitcher, Kunal covering in time for the out. Oh, boy, that was close. Maybe during the regular season you get a review there, not here. A little pitcher's fielding practice there. Kunal made sure he got to the bag. Sal Romano, who was fighting for a spot in the bullpen, pitched a scoreless inning in a third, but veteran David Carpenter did not fare as well. He gave up three runs in the seventh, including a pair on this blast. The 1-0 pitch. Zolak launches one. Deep right center field, way back and way gone. Zolak with a two-run home run. Now, 7-5 Reds. The Rangers had another chance to score in the eighth inning. They were trying to get a runner to third base, but a good throw halted that. Over two for two so far. And the throw to first gets away and goes up the line. Ibanez turns the corner at second. He's digging for third. Here comes the throw. Good one might get him. It's a good one, and it got him. What a throw from Barnes. India had to pick the throw at third and then slapped the tag down and got the out. So we had a terrible throw and an excellent throw all on one play. And we get an out. 
Barnes then scored the Reds' eighth run. Grounded right back of the pitcher. He knocks it down, but it rolls out of his glove in front of the mound, and then he throws it away at first base down the line. Headed to third is Barnes. He'll get the way from J.R. House. Throw to the plate. Up the line, but he missed the tag. And Barnes slides into home safely. And Blake Traha around to third. If you're wondering, 33-year-old Brandon Barnes was signed to a minor league contract by the Reds just a week ago. One of the Reds' prospects, 21-year-old Jose Garcia, drove in the Reds' final run. Garcia lifts a fly ball. Lazy fly out to the right. Moving over is Garcia to make the catch. Tagging at third base and scoring is Blake Traha hanging on at first base. Narciso Crook, the Reds have scored two here in the eighth inning. And the lead is now 9-6, back to three. Here are the totals from Monday for Cincinnati. Nine runs on six hits, one error, and six left on base. Texas had six runs on ten hits. They committed two errors. They also stranded six. Here's what David Bell had to say to reporters after the game. Man, you got to like what you saw Moose, Castellanos, and Phil, but those two new guys especially. Yeah, yeah, it was good to see them in Reds uniforms. And, um, yeah, it was good. They, they, they looked looked really good you know it's first day out but their timing looked good they looked ready they looked aggressive they were taking you know aggressive swings and seeing the ball well so um it was a really good day offensively you know um even when we didn't get hits we were driving in runs but really the the key offensively we were um taking a lot of uh you know close pitches and and um you know like three two counts and Keeping the innings going, so that was good to see. Happy for like Phil had such a good spring last year. Come in and kind of do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, that was that was fun to see. Um, yeah, he did have a good spring. He also had a good season, so so that's a that's a good sign. Um, that was a big at bat. That was an inning too, where a um, couple couple uh, good at bats by Van Meter and and uh, Barnhart to to walk and extend the inning, and then Philip came through. Uh, just, you know, first time out, trying to get comfortable and um, just didn't really find his, his groove, you know. And was every time he tried to make a pitch, he was kind of getting under it a little bit and just, just a little bit, little bit off. So, um, yeah, plenty of time to, to find it. Cincinnati is on the road for the first time this spring, Tuesday afternoon, as they head east to Tempe, Arizona, to face Mike Trout and the L.A. Angels. Right-hander Jose DeLeon will make the start for Cincinnati. Also scheduled to pitch are Josh Smith, Alex Powers, and Tony Santion. You can hear the game on the Reds radio network beginning at 2.55 Eastern time. With the Reds in spring training, I'm Dave Armbruster. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of 
of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.